Just three and a half hours away now from fight night in the Manchester Arena. You can see the hive of activity as the last of the seats are put out. The banners are rolled into place uh, and everybody gets ready for another stellar night in Manchester. Yesterday, uh, Darren, we were uh, in the same place of Ricky Hatton wading against Costa Zuni nearly a decade and a half ago. Um, he, of course, bowed out in this arena. I think it was 2012. Tonight, Anthony Crawler will make his ring walk for the final time. Yes, it's hard to to sort of digest it isn't it yeah. it's crazy what a career what a story um, and yeah I mean it's, it's, it's going to be electric the atmosphere in here and I'm pretty sure when the contests end uh, I, I'm sure Crawler's arm will be raised and I'm sure we're going to see a tear in his eye because he lives for this he loves this mm. he, not only does he love boxing he loves this city and uh, yeah I'm a little bit deflated if I'm honest from the rugby earlier oh, guides. Yeah. So hats off to the England uh, rugby team Tremendous effort. Yeah. But yeah, a little bit guided, but looking forward to this evening. Absolutely, mate. And plenty to talk about uh, on the show coming up. We've got Billy Nelson will be joining us shortly. Steffi Ball, uh, trainer of Terry Harper, of course, will be defending her, her IBF uh, title, uh, IBO title rather, uh, later on. And we've got a special interview, Ricky Hatton, that we shot uh, on Thursday. Yeah. Talks about his memories of this arena uh, and some of the great nights that he had here. One thing that we won't touch upon later, so I want to get to before we get to all of those guests, is the big domestic class. Oh, really sorry, I thought you were going to say the prank. Well, we could. <laughs> <laughs> what a prank. Gonna swear, gonna what a prank it was, mate. And, and I don't know if any of you have seen on social Get media. Get on Twitter, have a look. It's yeah, so funny. Very, very impressive, mate. Well done. I didn't think you were capable of anything wow. like that level of complexity. I'm but a dark horse, mate. You absolutely are, mate. Um, listen, let's talk about Felix Cash um, and Jack Cullen. Um, Felix's Commonwealth middleweight title, um, your old weight division, your old yeah, belt as well. Belt. Um, He's 11-0, seven KOs, and he's, he's had a lot of work building his profile, done the small hall circuit, didn't have that kind of profile that some of the Olympians had, although he was part of that GB setup, Felix. This, though, in Jack Cullen, who has appeared on a lot of the kind of casual fans' radar really as recently as about three or four months ago, is suddenly a 50-50 fight, and the performance we saw from Cullen against John Harding Jr. suggests that he is in with a real shout Yeah, look, there's loads in the game that fancy Cullen because of that fight. Harding was on a good run. Um, mm. full of confidence and, and, and a good fighter and Cullen uh, beat him quite comfortably you'd say um, but Felix Cash for me and I, don't get me wrong I've got that sort of biased um, opinion because of Tony Sims it's yeah. stable but still I've seen a lot of Felix Cash in the ring sparring um, he's so fit He's, he's such a good fighter. He's got a bit of everything. You know he can fight on the front foot he's naturally very aggressive but on the back foot he's comfortable um, I do believe there's more to come and I think we'll see that from Cash when he steps up you know with better opposition Cullen is that so I'm expecting a very good fight don't get me wrong I don't I don't think either are going to win in in easy fashion but I, I, I just fancy Cash in this one good man um, well we've been really treated with domestic clashes yep. as of late um, and of course Anthony Crawler is one of the, the headline attractions to look forward to it's going to be uh, an emotional night in Manchester all around uh, but for Katie Taylor it's her opportunity to create history in the super lightweight division by becoming a two weight world champion an electric atmosphere the fans in the garden are loving this He's going to win it. Matt, have you got it? He's got pursuit all round up. I need Katie Taylor. Needs this round big. It's a club that they gave the last round 10 10. Maybe Katie Taylor could have got it. Maybe pursuit could have got it. This is a very close fight, Adam. It's, for me, it's all on this last round. 
I think I've got uh, Pasuna up one or two rounds. I've got to add up my card. Pasuna have Pasuna up as well. Taylor needs a grandstand finish here. Both girls really tired out of fatigue. Is really on both of them. But Pasuna so fired up. Let both hands go. But Kay Taylor digging in. Is it that extra experience as a professional, the seasoned Delphine Persone here at 34? Katie has to find the proper distance for her, Adam. You know, she's not, she's smothering herself, but she's punching too far away. And great work again for Persone. She's, she's, she's finding the proper distance for her punches. I wonder if there'll be worried people back home in Ireland seeing this. Katie Taylor, three belts. But the fourth is proving very, very difficult. And could Delphine Persone be on the verge of collecting them all? Taylor digging in, but Persone will not give this up. It's been an incredible, resilient display from Persone. Taylor trying to match her, but is she? Persone won this fight, guys. Delphine Persone throwing out the punches. Last 10 seconds. And are all the belts going back to Belgium? The feeling at ringside is they might be. Taylor running out of He's time. The and Delphine Persone for us. They well have it. The crowd are rising. Just an unbelievable scrap, wasn't it? And when you think about um, the, the fact that her hand was raised afterwards and she was the undisputed lightweight champion of the world, but you can't help feel there was a hint of dissatisfaction yeah, in that because it was it was a great fight. And you yeah. said the best women's fight you've ever seen. Well, say that we, we were there, we were touching the yeah, distance of the ring. We were in a ringside. Forget women's boxing. That was one of the best fights I've seen yeah. live. It, yeah. it was non-stop action. Mm. Pursuit was a woman possessed. You know, she did not stop coming. It was incredible. And she made uh, Katie Talley work for that, you know. Um, honestly, when the final bell went and they were going to read the, the decision, I did think it was going to go to Pursuit. Yep. I didn't score it round by round, I have to be honest. Uh, but my gut feeling was Pursuit maybe had done enough. Mm. Don't get me wrong, Katie Taylor at times boxed beautifully on mm -hmm. the back foot. But Pursuit, it was, like I say, she did not stop. Did not stop. But look, I, I, I think knowing Katie and knowing how, um, how, how much she loves the sport and how hard she worked, I think she'll learn, would have learned an awful lot from that contest uh, moving forward. And, you know, uh, look, again, I'll go back to the start. It was one hell of a scrap. It was, it was. Uh, and, you know, result aside and, and controversy, etc. when you think about Katie Taylor's rise, it's been nothing short of fantastic. 14-0, and um, beat the likes of Vivian Overnorth in only a second fight. And we know mm. what a danger she is. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see that later on. Yep. Uh, you know, of course, stopped Natasha Jones, took the unbeaten records of Nina Minka, Eva Wallstrom, Rose Volante. She won her third world title against. You know, she achieved so much in such a short space of time that the bar of expectation for her has been raised again and again. I get, to, I get the feeling that all she can really now do is, is meet it. And, and actually, yeah. you forget what a difficult position she is actually in. She's carrying boxing but women's boxing in a way that no female has ever had pressure-wise and exposure-wise before. But with that comes huge expectation to perform and look good in every single fight. And as you know, at the top level, that's not always possible. Yeah, and... and, and Forgetting her, you know how proud she is to represent her country yeah. in Ireland. You know yeah. they abs absolutely love her, and that they they expect big things from her. Um, yeah, I, 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 we were speaking to Brian Peters, and Brian Peters, you know, obviously the manager of Katie Taylor, saying that 
she just loves the sport. She mm. loves it. She'll just keep going and going and going. And um, like I say, I, I truly believe she'll le- she would have learned from the pursuit uh, contest. And that will just make her a better fighter. Mm. It's hard to think that she could get better. But I think a, a fight like that where it was a 50-50 um, at the end could have gone either way. Um, I think if you learn from that and she can become better because of that, then we have a, a completely different animal on our hands. I feel that you know, a lot of the British public might have been calling out for a rematch had the result gone the other way in a, in a fight that had, had gone the other way momentum-wise. But as it is, there are opportunities at 140 for Katie. Uh, just occasionally the door is open to, to do some extraordinary things. Not to say some of the champions are weak, but Jess McCaskill has the WBA and I think the WBC. And of course, she's already beaten McCaskill. Yeah. So were she to go into that with, with uh, a belt from tonight, if she wins tonight, she should become a three-belt champion at 140. The IBF and the ring are also vacant. So the landscape at 140, as far as Katie Taylor is concerned, if she if she gets into the right fights and she boxes as we know she can, it, it, to become undisputed at two weights, it's there for the taking. Yeah, yeah. The, look, the, the beauty of this uh, whole scenario for Katie Taylor is there's options um, and, and there's belts to be won. Uh, but ultimately, I think because that first that fight with Pursum was so good, you know, once she does tidy up in the division, or clear up rather, get that fight made again because I know it'd be incredible. I think Pursun deserves it. Uh, and I'm pretty sure, to be fair, Katie Taylor would want to do it again, mm. you know, and try and win in in, in a clearer fashion. But that, that, like I said, there's options there. There are options, and there are also options domestically uh, down the line, alongside Chantel Camry, who's up against Anaisa Sanchez next weekend at Lightweight, looking to prove her credentials at world level. Sherelle Brown, four-time ABA champion, just outside the top uh, 10 world rankings. She's at 6-0. And, oh. and, of course, Terry Harper is defending uh, her IBO super featherweight title against Vivian Obanoff. We know she's boxed at Lightweight too, so if those two go on slightly different paths and agree to meet back at 135 pound, those domestic clashes yeah, well, there you go. Are, are really what... Well, we love them, don't we? The domestic yeah. clashes, whether it's male or female, uh, anyway, we, we, we don't care. They just, you know, they, they bring cities together, uh, uh, you know, against each other. Uh, mm. The atmospheres that they, they produce are great. And us as fight fans are uh, most of the time treated with, with special, special events. So, yeah, I, I, I like the sound of them. Like I said, there's so many options mm. for her. On the world scene back home it's just great you know if you're a part of team taylor you've got to be ha- very happy and i suppose the, the the last thing to mention as well with katie and she's in an unusual position that some of the top females when they're really really good they're easy to kind of swerve and negotiate other paths around but with mm. her she comes with the added prize of now being a huge box office draw so you know when you fight katie taylor you get paid well and as a fighter <laughs> yeah. you know if you're going to go in with a dangerous opponent somebody like golovkin for example i know you were offered him had he been a canelo type ticket seller and there'd been sort of five million plus on the table <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. you'd have gone oh actually i'm free that saturday night <laughs> yeah, but, is it, but is it was you have to be honest at that at that point you were off of Golovkin a he was he was ripping through everybody in the division you you'd kind of achieve what you wanted to and and probably the money wise wasn't no of course, and you know what I quite like my head being attached to my body <laughs> uh, so <laughs> yeah, I, just, yeah, I didn't really fancy it. Well, no, that's a lie uh, I said I'd do it but obviously you've got to have a team around you and do you know what <laughs> uh, my teams uh, went against it and I shook Tony's hand after him and said thank you for yeah. not letting me fight back then but with Katie um on her being the A side she, you know, she still does have a tremendous team around her. Mm. Um, but like you say, she certainly is the Canelo, the the Mayweather, the Pacquiao, you know, of, of the women's, the AJ of the the women's game. So 
there's uh, people are going to be queuing up to fire, even though she's very good. Mm, absolutely. Well, we look forward to seeing Katie uh, in action a little bit later on. But one late addition to the car stepping in for Joshua Boazzi, uh, who's not been too well, is Martin Bacole, who was in action just three weeks ago and became the third person ever to stop Kevin Johnson. Well, fifth round stoppage of Kevin Johnson, as I said, adding only the third person to stop him in his plus 40 fight history. Um, congratulations, Billy Nelson. You took the man to victory and you've uh, come up on short notice again to fill the gap. <laughs> no, you're well you're a busy man at the moment. Thanks for, thanks for kind of filling the slot. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Good man. Um, so talk to me about Martin. How far do you go back and, and where do you meet? Uh, Martin came up to spar, uh, believe it or not, Stephen Simmons for a cruiserweight fight that we were having in Germany. And... Uh, he stayed for a week and he thoroughly enjoyed himself and he went back he went back to England was training in uh, Preston with Johnny Roy and uh, I never heard from him again for about five or six months and I, I got a WhatsApp message hi coach now he never really? <laughs> for, for, for two and a half for two and a half years he never called me Billy and he, he was the only guy to ever call me coach it's just a respectful thing yeah. from, from, yeah. His, from his uh, country and uh, he said, I said, I'm a free agent. He says, would there be any chance that you, I could come to Scotland and get trained by you? He says, I thoroughly enjoyed my week with you. And uh, would you manage me as well? Wow. So I'm very fortunate. I'm, I'm sponsored by uh, Engaged Partners in Watford. And they helped uh, facilitate the move from Congo to to Green Girls. Yeah, not cheap. That, so he actually lives. He lives in Scotland now. Oh, he lives in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Wow, slight, slight weather change for Martin. <laughs> oh, that's the only thing. It doesn't, it doesn't like the rain or the, no, the wind. No, I bet he doesn't. Um, a real talent though, and you know, heard so many good things on the uh, on the circuit from people who he sparred. Um, things, I guess, he, he was building some good momentum that came unstuck against Michael Hunter. But there were some pretty unfortunate circumstances around that fight for, for him and, and I know that that was a big contributing factor to his performance on the night and perhaps you don't you feel that people didn't really see the best of him um, oh, people never seen a fraction of what he can pr yeah. produce on that night uh, the news he got was I mean for anyone is any, anybody that's got a family is devastating mm. Mm. and they kept it very much to himself uh, he was very upset after the fight and he sat down and spoke to me and, and told me exactly what the problem was on the Sunday morning. And my, my heart went out to him. He's back on track now. How far do you believe he can go? In all sincerity, I believe he's uh, world, world, yeah, world champion. Yeah, he can win a world title. Yeah. Doubt. He's been in, he's, I know it's only, people say it's only sparring, but it's how you're looking at sparring yeah. as well, Dan. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Can, you can gauge your, your experience. Yeah. You know you're boxing yeah. inside out. I know what I see. Other people know what I see. Yeah. And and a lot of people... So you, I'm guessing you have to travel an awful lot for, for sparring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're not coming up, why they're not coming up to Scotland? Newcastle was a local trip for you guys. Oh, yeah. in a common, Newcastle. Yeah. 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 So I've, I've, if you had a pound for every every mile you travel for sparring, you'd be a very wealthy man at, you know, at the end of yeah. the year. But 
for the love of the sport, he needs he needs that sperm. Yeah, of course. So we, we, we do it for the love of the sport. Mm. And I guess getting out regularly as well is important at this stage of his career because although three weeks ago he fought, it wasn't an attritional fight, he didn't take too much damage. Mm. He, he got through it relatively easily. And so actually to get him out again is probably quite sensible. That's fantastic. And uh, we're, we're over the moon. Uh, the, the deal we got with Eddie, Eddie Hearn and Matram. Uh, as soon as we stepped out of the ring, we didn't even start a TV interview and I was asked, would you be available really? for uh, yeah, Manchester? Because uh, unfortunately, Boatsy was unwell. And I said, of course we will. Because I knew he, don't, he took two, maybe two punches in the five rounds. Yeah. So, and Martin, Martin, Martin was delighted to get, he got offered the opportunity to perform here tonight. It's great, great uh, time. We said it so many times. We said it about Fraser Clark, didn't we? You know, if you're a heavyweight mm. coming through, obviously still amateur, but for, for Martin, what a great time because... It always seems like you're only one big win away from challenging for something big, isn't you? You know, so it's so exciting for him at the minute and yourself. A hundred percent. I mean, you'd, I'm a great believer in your fighters always got to be ready because all yeah. it takes is a phone yeah. call. You know, anything could happen. Any permutation could happen. Somebody could get injured. Somebody could avoid somebody and they need, they need somebody to slot mm. and get you get all. All Martin McCauley needs is a, a genuine chance against one of these big guys, and. I'd, they honestly yeah. think you'll see the very very best of them um, you said you know he didn't take very many uh, shots against Kevin Johnson just two or three in those five rounds there's a chance he might take a few more tonight because Rodney Hernandez a different sort of operator isn't he oh very much so he's a, he's a busy fighter he'll, he'll, come, he'll definitely come to fight yeah. but I think that could be his downfall mm. you know mm. there's I mean, the, the good thing about Martin last uh, two weeks ago he was educated behind the jab uh, boxing and moving breaking them up slowly but surely head to body and then a 25 punch combination to, to stop to stop the fight he's capable of doing that but any good fighter including your man here thank you very much uh, <laughs> I'll give you that 20 quid later 30 you said they adapt they adapt to different styles yeah and I honestly believe that someday, someday like Hernandez he'll be in Martin's face the whole time mm. like Pereira tried Mm, uh, mm. Liverpool and look what happened to yeah, Pereira yeah. Pereira never ever been stopped mm. so yeah. what, what would the plan be after this then it all goes well tonight then, then what are you looking for well, ranking we'll, belts maybe well I'd love I'd love, <coughs> a, I'd love <coughs> a t- we thought tonight was going to be a, a, um, a minor title belt yeah. and he's a wee bit disappointed in that, but that, that's just the way it is uh, we've been told we're going to have a big fight in February good stuff so, We'll look well tonight. We'll take take care of tonight, of and then we can you know enjoy with Christmas to an extent because it, as so many wins tonight, then you'll be in training yeah. over Christmas. Yeah, got to keep him busy, I guess. Um, we'd be remiss not to mention uh, the facilities last weekend. The new king of Scotland, Josh Taylor. Um, what a performance from from him. Um, what did you make of that, and uh, what's been the reception back home for him? Oh, everybody's thrilled for him. He's a cra- cracking guy. Mm. Uh, he boxed superbly, as, as did uh, Regis Progress. Yeah. I mean, you've got to do your hat to him as well. Absolutely belted a fight. Best fight this year, I think. I think it's accepted. It's the best fight of the year. Um, it, it can only inspire young people. You know, you see young kids coming through the gyms, 10, 12, 14-year-old, looking up to Josh Taylor and seeing him winning. Mm. It happened. There was a wee surgeons when Ricky Burns won the world titles. People come into the gyms. And then it went quiet for a wee while, and then we're getting it again with Josh. And yeah. long may it continue because, as as I said to somebody on the way on the way here today, 
there's too big a gap between George Taylor and the rest of Scottish boxing. Yeah. Right. Well, he's the flag bearer now, isn't oh, he? Very much so. Very yeah, much so. And, and as you say, just picking up the torch off, off Ricky Burns at a point where his career is kind of in the twilight zone. Difficult week for him last week. He mm. boxed so well, but just came up a little bit short. Close on the cards, he had it. How did you? I had it draw. Yeah, so very, very difficult for him. Um, but with somebody, again, that will, will go down in kind of Scottish folklore as one of the legends of boxing. Well, I was very fortunate to train Ricky for 20, 20, mm. 23 fights, winning 21 and drawing mm. one. Uh, I know I know the guy inside out, he's a, an absolute gem of a guy, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, don't like seeing him get beat at all. I mean, I, everybody everybody comes to the end of the end of their career and I personally would have liked to see him stop maybe again after Ndongo, you know, and, and go out in a high in a world title fight. Mm. He always, he always did say to me when, he, when I trained him, he says, I, 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 I would gladly do 100 fights. Wow. <laughs> what a mad man. He's just but, passionate about boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can tell, and, and very much like Anthony Collar in that respect, he's bowing out against uh, a level of opposition who's probably one notch below what he's been in with in the last sort of year and a half, two years. Would you maybe like at this stage, if Ricky's going to bow out one last time, to if they did a big sort of Scottish night on shot. the Josh Taylor yeah. undercard against a level of opposition that he's comfortable with, so that he can bow out in front of the fans in the way that he feels he should? 100%. What, what, what they're doing for uh, Anthony Crow tonight is fantastic. I mean, yeah. he, my wife, my wife's travelling three and a half hours to come down and watch him. <laughs> she, really? she loves the guy. She wouldn't travel three and a half hours to come and see me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, <laughs> uh, she's look, really looking forward to seeing him. I met him earlier in the hotel. Could you meet a nicer guy? I, I very much Lovely. doubt it. I very much doubt it. Well, listen, uh, Billy, it's been a pleasure to, Thanks, to meet you this week properly. Good and you, uh, mate, Good luck to Martin again tonight and uh, congratulations again. We'll see you, uh, see you very soon. Um, so Martin McCauley on the bill uh, up alongside Terry Harper tonight defending <coughs> her IBO strap. Uh, big fight for her. Her trainer, Steffi Bull, joins us next. So at 16, um, I, I just come back from the Europeans uh, representing England. Um, I was studying for my exams, so everything kind of got on top. Um, that's when I took a step back from my boxing. Then early morning runs, um, it was just it was just really getting to me. So I didn't I don't think I had the dedication then while I was young, um, and that's why I s stepped back from the sport. Um, I had a good four years out, um, still nipping in the gym now and then. Um, and then that's when Andrew sent me the message, uh, turning, what I reckon to turn in professional. Preparing for the first fight, Andrew were really trying to get me away from the amateur style of just flurrying shots um, and then settling down a lot more. Obviously, there's more rounds compared to your three, uh, your three rounds. So yeah, it's, it's all been a gradual process and now I believe I really am maturing into um, the professional style. Uh, Steffi, he, he always wanted to get me to, to around 10 fights just to get the um, experience behind me and get the rounds in. But the opportunity, like the opportunities were there, so we, we felt like we were ready, so we just took them and they paid off. So 10 twos for Terry Harper's IBO Super Featherweight belt tonight against the dangerous Vivian Obenorf. Very pleased to say Steffi Ball joins us. You've been uh, crucial in getting her career kind of from, yeah. from that level to this level here. I know you were absolutely part of that. Just tell me how you met Terry. You go back quite a long way, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I've uh, Terry, uh, been working with Terry since you were 11 years old in our amateur club, to be fair. Uh, obviously, I didn't train. I've always been on pro side, but she's been in our amateur setup uh, from 11 year old, where she won three junior national titles. She won a silver medal at uh, Europeans as a junior, and then she kind of fizzled out. She it was a controversial loss when she lost the uh, in the final in Poland against a Polish girl. That kind of put her off. 16 years old, 
exams under pressure and stuff and she she basically just went missing and it went back of Katie Taylor's uh, success and things that I, I kind of enticed her back so yeah how long was she out for then? four years four she, years. Ne she never had a senior fight uh, just 16 junior fights and I just always was that confident that she was that good that you know as you can see now where she's at her yeah. abilities that naturally it, it's unbelievable really for it and for that to go to a waste yes yeah. it's just one of them so she went straight so when she come back she turned pro yes had no more no senior fight no, straight she, she actually did have one uh, senior bout and uh, yeah and then and then just like kind of fizzled again she she went to university got an honours degree in sports coaching she's she, she works with kids in his gym and all sorts she's, she's a great character so I, I wonder whether the reason you got back in touch with her as well is not only you, you don't want to see that talent go to waste mm. and you know that as well when you see kids in the gym they just yeah. got it but there's been a huge boom in women's boxing the last two or three years yeah, and you must have thought actually there's opportunities for her to, to yeah. make a really decent career out well obviously yeah. I've always been working with Matchroom with Gavin McDonnell and, and Eddie and things and obviously and seeing how, how big of a boom Katie Taylor and the, the interest around it were like God Terry you'd miss a trick here if you didn't if you didn't give it a goal mm. kind of thing and she she is a very special talent she's she's got all the equality to be a star herself so yeah I'm, I'm chuffed that she, she did take the uh, opportunity mm. and carry on kind of thing so when you got her back in the gym you obviously worked together and then I guess a big part of women's boxing you've got to get them exposure because yeah. it just doesn't happen otherwise very difficult to do the rounds on a small hall circuit as a, as a male fighter let mm. alone as a female fighter so you hounded Eddie Hearn like yes. he's arguably never been hounded in his life yeah. and, and I, part of him must have hated that but it worked yeah I mean uh, Fortunately, she has been on two matchroom shows previous. She yeah. was lucky enough to be on the Kelbrook Sheffield card, and then it gave us another opportunity on the uh, Nottingham card on the next gen show. But uh, you should see my direct messages to Eddie. Well, my Twitter song. feeds non-stop, <laughs> non-stop, <laughs> yeah. ball. It, it's, so yeah, I mean, sometimes when you've got something, you've got to bang the drum out yeah, enough yeah. for it to be seen, and that's don't ask, don't get. Yeah, exactly. I've just got that much faith in Terry, and 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 I just needed to bang the drum, and we're here, so it worked. Tonight's task, what are you expecting? Very hard fight. Yeah. Uh, Obanoff's had notice. She's she's very unconventional. Everybody's seen what she did with uh, Natasha. It's a real hard fight mm. and a gamble. There could have there could have been much easier fights out there. I put this name to match room and I, I strongly believe in Terry's ability, so uh, I'm expecting I'm ready for ten rounds tonight and our ten round fight. Yeah. It, it's always I suppose a uh, I suppose pros and cons when you've got a fight to the British public know so infamously because of what she did to Natasha Jonas yeah. it was quite a shock to people yeah. because I guess they some some of the fans just don't know these yeah, names it was unexpected wasn't it none of yeah. us expected what happened it, it wasn't just like a close fight it was she just steamrolled straight in and, yeah. and, and dismantled so it, it did look vicious so obviously people will now know uh, open off the black oh this is an hard fight and it is it is an hard fight yeah. but therefore on, on the plus side if she gets the win yeah, she exactly. gets all credit for we're, it exactly mm. where, where can this put Terry after this win live on TV on prime time now it's like it's her night it's her birthday today yes. was it really yeah, 23 years old birthday today birthday so too. you know everything's uh, set for a reason hopefully yeah absolutely um, she she met Katie Taylor not too long ago for the first time yeah yeah just at the uh, open workout on Wednesday she was like a rabbit in headlights <laughs> really kind of thing. yeah she, she's been She's, she's an hero to all young girls coming through who aren't involved in boxing. Katie's paved the way, and she's like, she's the star of it all. So, Terry, what a bit, God, she was sure shocked to see her. And what mm. it, it would have so innocent to see it, well, lovely to see, but yeah, Terry's now got to realise that this is where she's at. She wants to be aspiring to be, to be. Uh, 
fighting like cicada tellers in and around them weights that's where we want to be yeah what about the rest of the camp who else you got uh, fighters, yeah, uh, lo lots of fighters. Anthony Thompson, Andy, who you yeah. know, you've easy, easy eleven and all. Uh, won a central area title and IBO international title. He's very talented. I've got a young lad from Sheffield, uh, Kyle Youssef. He's mandatory for yep. British title. Uh, Gavin McDonald's obviously still he's, he's the gym's buzzing down there yeah, isn't he? the only thing you've got to put up with yeah. Dame Allen and Danny Merrill down there <laughs> I try and blank and leave them to <laughs> yeah, yeah. great characters it's great to have they're, they're brilliant to have in gym because you know David's he sponges everything and everybody loves David yeah. so it's, it's a great vibe in our gym yeah, yeah. Um, just a final word uh, on Terry I guess with the women's weight divisions there's a little bit more flexibility to move up and down and we've, yeah. we've seen that with Katie she's not probably a bona fide super lightweight but she's able to go up and potentially be very competitive yeah. there Terry of course is boxed up at lightweight yeah. if she is to meet Katie presumably that would be at 135 right we, we could do that and it, Terry's a full time professional she's 10 stone today Yesterday she was nine stone free. Yeah. She, she's massive. Wow. She's very athletic. She lives the life. She don't drink. She don't smoke. She don't party. We, we, Teddy will win world titles at super featherweight, lightweight, and we'll go up to 140. That's the wow. plan. That's what I've got in my head. And, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll fight. Terry's only 23. Don't get me wrong. She's only had eight fights. Tonight's the ninth. I just think in another 12 months' time, she'll be ready to be let off the leash kind of right. thing. Mm. Um, Katie Taylor's fight, finally. Just your, your thoughts on that. We, we saw some highlights earlier in the show of her fight with Delphine Pursun. Yeah. Um, how did you score that out of interest? Do you know what? I thought it could have gone either way. I'm going to say, I've got no uh, ties to anything. I thought it could have gone either way. I'm glad that she, she won the fight. I'm glad because she's been... She deserved to win the fight. What she's done, what she's achieved, mm. uh, but what's got to happen? It's got. To, it's, it's that controversial. There's got to be another go, haven't there? There's got to be a yeah, rematch, yeah. and I think it'd be a different. It'd be a different fight, maybe next time. I think Katie sometimes get, gets. What's the word? Maybe too brave. She's got all the skills in the world, and she could skip around and do yeah, a little. You said that. She just down her gum she, she, a bit too much. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She become. It's very exciting for us to see as yeah. viewers, but as a coach, I'd be like. You know, <laughs> what drive, are you doing? Yeah. Driving, driving mad in, in, in a corner, but she's great. She's a great servant to box, and I'm glad she's undisputed. And hopefully tonight she comes through and, and wins tonight and, and goes on to do mm -hmm. it in different ways. Steffi, we, we couldn't uh, Cheers, agree with that Steph. more, Thanks, and, and we echo the same man. comments for, for Terry tonight. Yeah, best of luck, you. hope it goes yeah, well. Uh, Steffi Ball. And we know Steffi uh, likes a, a little flutter on some of the, uh, the fights. Uh, let's have a check-in with our friends at William Hill to find out how they're pricing Katie Taylor's fight later on tonight. Taylor versus Linaldatu. Okay, uh, you, you love that pronunciation, didn't you? She corrected us herself this week, Fabulous. so you cannot get it wrong Fabulous. now. Duran, uh, that's she is right. as well. She's a Duran. For the WBO female super lightweight title, how do you see this fight play, uh, planning out? Well, um, uh, Leonardo Du Duran is, is a smaller squat fighter, a couple of uh, inches shorter. She's fought in three weight divisions. This is the highest weight division or the heaviest weight division she's fought in. She's bustling, aggressive, muscular. Uh, has great self-belief. She believes she can break Katie Taylor's heart. She's seen the blueprint against Delph with Delphine Pearson in, in Madison Square Garden, going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Katie. That's what she'll try to do. She'll try to put Katie off her game. Katie will come in, in and out quick, faster hand speed, good movement. I think it probably goes all the way again. If not, I don't see an upset in this fight. I think Katie's got too much for her. I think she'll be on her game after Pursun. Um, and I see a Katie Taylor, maybe late stoppage, round 9, 10 and 11, or a points victory. Absolutely. Well, I hit you with the odds for that. Round, uh, round 9 is at 20 to 1, and round 10 is at 28 to 1. Mm. Uh, a, a touch on that. 
The shortest odds during this fight is, is 20 to 1 between round 6 and round 9. And, and points? Points at 4 to 11. And, and you know, if Linardi too is, is able to pull off an upset, I think it will be because she's out-hurried, out-hassled, out-harried and out-hassled um, uh, Katie Taylor and maybe hurt her during the fight and slowed her, which is what her soon did in Madison Square Garden. So for me, if you are going to put a bet on Linardi too, I would say points, a very close decision or a stoppage around eight, seven, eight, nine as well. I think that'll be our best opportunity. Uh, Leonardo Datu is a 150 to one each round from rounds one all the way through to round 10, uh, 150 to one. Points is at 14 to one, which is still a lot of, it's still a, some good, some, some good bang for your buck there. Nothing wrong with putting a dime on each Absol of those. Absolutely, and then on top of that, uh, outright Katie Taylor's at one to 25, and uh, Leonardo Datu outright is at nine to one. Wow, she's an overwhelming favorite, Taylor. I think the odds are a bit too strong in her favor. You've got to give um, Leonardo Datu a little bit more opportunity than one to nine. She's, she's a formidable world champion who, you, we've met her this week, yep. deep, deep, deep self-belief. But you know what? We're in for two crackers on the top of the card in front of the Manx audience. Well, in fact, a global audience on Saturday night. Absolutely. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you, Dave. Plenty of action to look forward to before the main event. Let's take a look at the running order for tonight. So doors open at half past four. Uh, Nathan Farrell and Ivo uh, Gagosevic. And then it's Dalton Smith, Michael Carrero. And then it's Gamal Yafai, Lee Clayton, 6-3, super bantamweight contest, back in action for over a year for the first time. Then it's our Facebook fight, 6pm, Kaz Ashfaq and Joe Ham, 10-3 to the vacant WBA Continental Super Bantamweight Championship. And then Martin Bacole, live on Sky Sports, to kick off the action there uh, at 7 o'clock against the game American Rodney Hernandez, 10-3s, that one. Then it's Terry Harper, as we just heard from Steffi Ball, 10-2s, defending her IBO World Super Featherweight Championship against Vivian Obanoff. That's a dangerous fight for her. Tune in for that one. And then it's the terrific domestic scrap between Felix Cash and Jack Cullen for Cash's Commonwealth strap 12 threes uh, at middleweight. Then it's Katie Taylor looking to become a two-weight world champion, challenging Christina Linaratau for her WBO World Super Lightweight Championship. Then Anthony Crawler and Frank Urquiaga as Anthony steps through the ropes the final time. 10 threes at lightweight. And Hopi Price, Dave uh, Colwell's new fighter, uh, is the live float he should, we think and we hope, slot in the order somewhere near the top. Uh, against Joel Sanchez, four threes at Super Bantamweight. What a schedule! <laughs> yeah. What a schedule! I mean, what a card! Yeah, it's it's a busy is. Card, but yeah, the schedule's uh, busy as ever. It is, uh, and a busy schedule for the next few weeks. Uh, LA next week, uh, Billy Joe Saunders, Devin Haney on that card too. Yeah. Uh, good sparring clip from Devin Haney against yes. uh, who is it? Uh, Isaac Lucero, this yeah, young amateur, amateur star, six times national champion. If you haven't seen it, go on. I think it's boxing social, social yeah, social media on there. It, yeah. It's incredible, and you just see for that young uh, lad oh. to be sparring with uh, Haney's fantastic. But it really, really is a good spar. Absolutely, uh, and then Callum Smith back in action defending his world super middleweight title against John Ryder in Liverpool on the 23rd. We'll be there giving you all the build up uh, okay. for that as well. Uh, and then of course we're heading to Monte Carlo. Darren's favourite for other reasons. <laughs> yeah, I love playing four in your Absolutely. Well, yeah, not not that part of it, but um, no, fantastic lineup. And then of course we mustn't forget the huge one. The media is going to be circling around this yeah. like vultures. Anthony Joshua looking to get his heavyweight titles back against Andy. 
Andy Ruiz. It was such a shock night in New York, and we talked about the Casey Taylor night because that was a couple of hours before. It was such a strange feeling after that event. And as you say, we, we sort of managed to blag ourselves some pretty special seats that night. Yeah. And essentially, Darren was crouching inside the barrier. Um, but I just it, wish I could find the photograph of me. It's on my Instagram if you haven't seen it, and you it's, you can just see the soul of Andy Joshua's boot when he's down. Wow. And my face. Your is, face, yeah. It was, it was genuine, you know, one, of the, one of the most surprising things I've seen in boxing. Yeah, of course, we just weren't yeah. expecting, you know, just thought he was going to get him out of their early doors, but that didn't happen, and it's made uh, for a mouth-watering rematch. Uh, and, you know, we've seen some of the greats of, of heavyweight history, I suppose, most recently, Lennox Lewis, reclaim his belts in the early 2000s against Hassan Ratman, and arguably that became one of the, the defining points of his career as a champion. Yeah. And if, if Joshua were to do that, arguably it could raise his stock even further, but if he loses it, very, very difficult to see where he goes from. It was just a manner of defeat, you know, he was, uh, he hurt Ruiz, got up, then, you know, got beaten up, didn't he? You know, with Lewis, he got knocked out, you know, just by big, big shots. That can happen in heavyweight boxing. So it's, he really needs to get back on winning ways and make a real statement here. Mm. Well, uh, a terrific end to 2019. It's been a, a great year. Um, tonight, of course, there will be a special night for Anthony Crawler. He bows out the former WBA uh, world lightweight champion in the Manchester arena where he had such a phenomenal night. Another man who had his crowning night in this very venue just a decade and a half ago was Ricky Hatton. Darren and I privileged enough to catch up with him on Thursday. So we were just talking, this is the very room that you weighed in against Costa Zoo. It is, hey, yeah, fantastic uh, memories. Um, my greatest uh, night, and I had so many great nights um, in Manchester, in the Manchester Arena, uh, and ultimately me, my best night. And uh, likewise for Anthony, um, he's had so many great times in the, you know, the arena, winning that world title. It'd be, uh, be a very, very emotional night for him, but uh, yeah, really. It's mad to think that you've had a weigh-in <coughs> in here. Yeah. Oh, they fit everyone in here. That's <laughs> crazy, yeah. isn't it? And it was yeah. Costa Zoo. It was like, and that was the that was the first time the fight for the Costa Zoo fight. It's the first time I thought, you know, good God, this is a bigger fight. This because I fought at the Manchester Arena when I was WBU champion, and I I, I fought some good men, you know, like Vince Phillips mm. and Ben Taki and Ray Oliveira and people like that. But then when I fought like Costa Zoo, it went from like you know Northwestern night, you know, to you know to, to Sky Sports to like all the world's media was there, you know. It was like we went from like five cameras to like twenty-five cameras. And wow. it, was, like, yeah. it was like oh wow, I'm here now. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's uh, yeah, because yeah. you boxed on um, a couple of Hamids under cars, didn't you? For, in the I early did, days. yeah, yeah. I boxed um, in Atlantic City in Madison Square Garden. Kevin Kelly fight, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, when, Kevin Kelly, and when he boxed Wayne McCulloch. So they were great uh, <coughs> learning experiences for me. So, uh, and Anthony's boxed on a, a few undercards along mm. the way, and then obviously topped the bill. But I'm mean, made up for uh, for Anthony. He seems too nice to be a boxer. <laughs> yeah, he's such a nice fella. How you doing, mate? Yeah, all right. You know, but he's, he's uh, you know he lost uh, he lost a six rounder in his, in his, when he first started kicking off. You know, and then he got stopped by Debbie Matthews for mm. the British title. You know what I mean? And. And it's just what an example is. If you stay at it, you stay at it, you stay at it. You don't let defeat get you two down. Mm. Look what you can you can achieve. Not only win your world title, fight all-time greats like Lamachenko. It's yeah, incredible. great story. Yeah, we'll talk about getting out at the right time. You look back at your career. I, I only really see the two blemishes in Mayweather and Pacquiao. You obviously couldn't quite resist that temptation. So many fighters can't. Came back and fought Sinchenko. You know, you you were out of your prime then because I think. Uh, a prime Ricky Hatton would have dealt with him, we know but, how. No. But, but what, the, the point being, 
do, do you regret that? And when you see Anthony retiring on his own terms, what do you think of that? No, I'd have liked to have done that, but it was just circum, you know, circumstances. It's just the way, um, the way, the way it goes. At you know, at times. I mean, I think I honestly thought when I thought <coughs> Mayweather uh, and the likes of Mayweather and Pacquiao, I think it was past my best. Then never mind, you know, the Senchenko uh, fights. You know, mm. I had 15 defences of the WBU title, mm. the majority of them in the Manchester Arena. Uh, and I was never a master of defence, as you can see. You know, so <laughs> you know, so it, I, I was always in wars. You know, at six yeah. rounds and that. So, but by the time then, I had Kosciuszko and Carlos Mauser and Calazzo and Castillo. So I was slightly past my best, a little thing. But I mean, I was able to to fight them, give a good account of myself against Mayweather. But yeah. I was well and truly past it against Pacquiao. But the reason for my comeback was I wanted to. Because he had to get rid of so many demons, because he had me, you know, he had so many good times and bad times, you know, for me, for me sins. Where I felt like I let so many people down the way, the way I, you know, I lived outside of the ring. I wanted to get me respect back a yeah. little. A little but that's bit. crazy though to, to, to think that though. No, I Isn't mean, well, everybody says to me, does they say, you know. What are you talking about, Rick? You did this, you did that, you fought him, you fought that. But I said, well, it doesn't matter. It's what you feel. That's what I feel. Yeah, I yeah, need yeah. to do it. So that's why I needed to do it. I'd have loved to have done it the right way, which I think that's how Anthony's doing yeah. it. I think mean, yeah. he's doing it. He couldn't do it any better. He's got a fellow that is, you know, he should take care of business, but you know, he's he's good. It's not like a, it's not like you know, he's you know, he's going to blow him and he's going to fall over. He's still got to do his job, mm. and I think he will do the job. And I think what a wonderful way to to end your career. And I mean. Sometimes no, we're not that fortunate, are we? Mm. He's such such a likable lad, isn't he? And I was I was going to say, though he's a bit of rivals, that there's a lot of similarities for me between Manchester and Liverpool. In the sense, there's two teams. You've got Everton, Liverpool, City, United. <coughs> but there's something about Manchester when there's a boxer or someone like that, the city just comes together. Yeah, what do you think it is? Yeah, City United. It always uh, it always is. And when the atmosphere that I used to have with me, me, me blue moon when it used to mm, comes out. Yeah. I hear so many United fans, that's the only time you'll get me singing that. <laughs> that's, it. that's the only way you get me singing that, yeah, Fatty. Yeah. But, you know, they still did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But City fans, I know City fans that turn around and said, we're there Saturday, we've got to sing that. There's only one, one Anthony Crow. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's likewise. And that's, you know, we, we know we're a working class city. Working class, you know, I'm a working class guy. Anthony's a working class guy. You know, the football just gets pushed to the side, you know, when we have mm. boxers fighting and it's... They did it for me and they're doing it for Anthony and they did it for Anthony, yeah. yeah. fantastic. Obviously, you've known him for a number of years because you promoted him for a short yeah. while. It was a, it was a picture that came up not too long ago with him, Scott Quigg, Martin Murray and a few others. Um, he, he said he, he sat and watched you from the stands as a boy fighting in the Manchester Arena. Yeah, so. it makes me feel very, very proud. At the, you know, I mean, only, you know, I, I started off and I had all the champions at first and then... Um, I sort of like lost my TV dates and you like, you know, so then though the lads, you know, my lads, because they were all champions, they needed TV. Yeah. So I, I, I had to turn around and say, listen, Martin, Scott, Anthony, you know what I mean? I said, you know, for, you know for, I don't blame you for going elsewhere because, you know, I've, I've took you as far as I could take mm. you. But now, now that side of my promotional side of things, you know, has gone, you need to push on and I can't do that with you no more. So good luck to you. And, I think it wasn't then because I never, you know, you're under contract, you're staying with me. Yeah. Because I was never that way, they were my mates and that. Yeah. I was happy for them to say to them all, go on, good luck. And it's so proud to see what they all ended up becoming. Yeah. I guess know, that, it's, that. it's nice for me to say I had my own little bit. Yeah, and, bit. I, and I guess it helps, doesn't it? You know, someone like yourself, obviously, went all the way. 
when someone's been there and done it, you understand the nature of the business. So for them, you understand that they want to be on telly, they want to be on the big shows. If you can't get that from, you know, it's best for you just to say, right, you know, go and go elsewhere. No, absolutely. And to be honest with you, I'd like to think, you know, all the lads, when I see them now, all the lads that were champions, I mean, I had like Craig Watson was a Commonwealth champion. I had my brother Matthew and Steve Foster Jr. They were European champions. I had Denton Vassell, he was a Commonwealth champion. I mean, they, I had I had so many of yeah. them. And it's nice that when I just see him knocking about now, like, you know, Martin went on and fought for the, for the world title, you know, and Anthony's gone on and fought for the world title. Martin Murray's gone on and done his thing. And it's, it's lovely because when you spend that much time with him, working with him, you know, most, you know, most of the, the early years, you spend that much time with him, you get close to him. And it's, it goes from being a business then, mm. goes to being yeah, a friendship. Yeah. So that's why, you know, from, from the business side of, side of point, point of view, you know, it was it was the right thing for me to go. Go on, lads. Good luck to you. You know, and that's. Yeah. And yeah. I think they respect me for it because you know that, that's the way it goes. Mm, yeah. I mean, we talk about how much has happened in the last 10, 15 years, but <clears> also time goes very quickly. I can remember watching Costa Zuka, remember where I was, and watching the Mayweather fight at one of my first weeks at uni, uh, in the in the sports bar. I can remember the very bar we were in watching it, and Anthony was talking earlier today about how quickly time goes and how much is achieved in such a short space of time. Of course, you now have got your own lad of, of I think he's 18 years of age now, Campbell, is he? And, and Campbell, he's boxing yeah. on uh, Sunday. He's boxing on Sunday, yeah, in the um, Boys Club Champions. We call it Boys Club then, I think yeah. it's NYP. Or CYPs or something now. Yeah, CYPs That's how old we're getting. GCEs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got none of those. But yeah, it's great, you know, he's progressing really well. You know, he boxes for the Roy Richardson Boxing Club up in Stockport, just outside of Manchester, doing great. And me and Matthew do a little bit with him here and there. And I think in the last couple of years, he's really, really slipped a game. And, you know, and it's, I think, you know, all given good time, just let him flourish. But I think he might have it, you know. And uh, if, he, if he does, you know, he does keep improving the way he does. And it might be a second coming, it's ex. Would, uh, would you train him as a pro? If he wants me to train him, I mean, whoever he feels comfortable with me, me and... Uh, me and Matthew both work with him and he's coming out great, you know yeah. what I mean? And if we went as a pro, me and Matthew, you know, me and Matthew could probably still do the same. Could you, you, know you, could you yeah. hold your nerve? I, I always yeah. said, I said to Matthew ages ago, I said, listen, you know, if he does go pro, I said, I'd like you to be the trainer because I get so nervous at, uh, at his boxing matches, mm. you know what I mean? It's horrible. Yeah. You sit there and I'm like physically sick, you know, when he was boxing Canelo and... Like that, I was sat in the front row and I was sick. I was like, oh. <laughs> And this is your own boy, that's yeah, your brother. I was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, boy. Oh, so it's, it's my own son, Campbell. I mean, I, I thought, at first I thought I wouldn't be able to cope. But as I've started working with him in the gym, I think I will be able yeah. to, to cope. Because, I mean, when you're out there watching it from the, from the front row, you can't jump in and do anything about it. But, I mean, when I'm in the corner, I've got a job to do. So yeah. I think I'll be more focused, focused on, it. on yeah, that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, I would like to train him, but he's... Uh, it's coming on really great. We're just going to leave him be, see how he progresses, yeah? Wow. What about, I was going to say, um, why don't you tell, what's going on this evening? Why are you looking so smart? Yeah, not for us. What are you trying to say, you cheeky one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really screw up, but... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm uh, just down the road, actually, at awards evening for Manchester Champions um, at the Hilton Hotel. It's a, it's a nice doing. I'm getting, being awarded um, uh, for services to, to sport in Manchester right. awards. So, uh, That's well deserved. So, yeah... Uh, because I mean, always uh, being being honoured by your, your hometown is always a big thing. Because, like I said earlier, we're a working class town. I'm a working class, you know, kid, and uh, 
you know, I think people like me because of me fighting, but I think they like it because I've always stayed to my roots. It's never, you know, always been nothing more than a Manchester Scallywag, to be honest with you. And it kept, you know, kept it real, as we're saying. I think that's what we all do in Manchester. So it's always nice to, to be given any awards, but by your hometown that you're so proud, for, yeah. proud of. What was I saying here? Do you know what? I've got one last question. Um, you know your support. We'll know about it. Drinking Vegas dry <coughs> and all of that. You know, just ridiculous about yeah, And I was in training. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous numbers. But was it... Was it did you always have that support from early on, or was it a gradual thing? When did more start? You got? No, I yeah. think I always had it from from the start on a on a smaller scale. You know, when you start off, you know, I, you know, my first one was in Witness Kingsway Leisure Centre. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but I mean, I still took about five hundred for eleven right, Leisure Centre yeah, for yeah, the first one, yeah. four round. You know, like, so you, you so, so, it out, so I always had it. But the the fan base that was built around Manchester. Uh, in general, you know, was was done between with the three of us was me, Michael Gomez, and Anthony Farnell, and we all boxed on the shows together. And mm. they had their own yeah. fans, I had my fans, and Anthony had my fans. But when I sort of like elevated to that next next level, I was very proud to say that Anthony's and Gomez's fans, they, they yeah, yeah, they come yeah. with me. You know what I mean? And it just got bigger and bigger. But yeah, we I always had a I always had a fan base. I mean, I always thought I always tried to do the extra mile. You know, I always. Trying to do me a little bit of a charity. I was doing sportsman's dinners before I was even world champion. Just so I could get my face about. And I was at every do, you know. And people would say, who's he? Who's that kid? Oh, that's him, is it? And it, you've got to do them things to put yourself out and do the extra mile, go the extra mile. And uh, that's what I did. And I think people would say, you know what? He can fight that Ricky Amberway. Yeah. What a good lad he is. Yeah. And, and that's where it comes from. That's where it comes from. I think, yeah. I think it was that a long time before we see another Ricky Atten yeah, support. Well. Oh, I hope so. And I hope, I, hope uh, I can bring one through. To make everyone as proud yeah. as I like to think I did, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Safe to say, Crawler's he's held the torch welder, isn't he? In, in between now and whenever that person arrives, oh, he's done a stellar yeah. job for oh, the city without, of Manchester. Without a doubt, you know, some great nights, great atmospheres, and sometimes you know you think when you know, would you ever see it, you know get anywhere near like when I was was there, you know, by a fellow Mancunian. Mm. He did it, didn't he? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Brilliant. Proud of him. Absolutely. Well, Ricky, great to speak to you, mate. Thanks for Pleasure. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Nice one. Pleasure. Good luck tonight. Good to see you, Darren. No problem, mate. Oh, we are privileged on this oh, show, aren't we? What buzz. What yeah. buzz that was. Nigel Ben last week, Ricky Atten this week. Brilliant. Oh, no. Fantastic. Um, so, lots to look forward to. I think that was the perfect way to, to end things, Ricky, teeing up uh, a venue that has so much history and has done, you know, seen so many great nights for so many great fighters, himself included, Anthony Crawler uh, included as well. And we hope tonight for Katie Taylor, for, for Terry Harper as well, those in world title action. Uh, and, of course, Felix Cash, Commonwealth middleweight title, him and Jack Cullen, one of those, will walk away uh, with the belt to uh, lots and lots to look forward to. Can't wait, can't wait. What a show, uh, what an emotional night it's going to be, but uh, really, really looking forward to it. Don't miss it. No. Uh, I wish a happy birthday to, to Terry Harper as well this evening. Uh, also, uh, Mummy Lloyd as well. Also, Mother Lloyd. <laughs> if she's Mama watching, happy Lloyd. birthday to you. Love you lots. She'll be so embarrassed by this, but oh. it's okay. She always watches. Happy birthday, Mum. Uh, so, thanks to our guests, Billy Nelson, Ricky Hatton, of course, for putting that together. Steffi Ball uh, as well. Good luck to all the fighters on the bill tonight. Double header as Katie Taylor looks to become a two-weight world champion against Christina Lenardatau. And after that, all eyes will be on this man. Good night. I want to get out of boxing. Well, I've took more from boxing than boxing's took from me. And um, now I believe is that time. I believe that I can still fight at a great level. For a while, yeah, I feel fantastic in the gym. But, you know, 
could be one camp too long, one fight too long, and that affects you later on in life. And I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, knowing that it'll be the last time that I walk out here to fight, it, I've said it time and time again, I, I can't get emotional that night on the way to the ring. I can get as emotional as I want back at the hotel or even after the fight in the changing rooms, whatever, but I've got to keep my head together, uh, walk into the ring and enjoy that one last ring walk.